Do you know what God was doing there? He was putting double the time for a mom and a dad to bond with a girl baby. And I love this because girl babies were often looked down upon during this time period, but God was making sure that that mother and that father were spending extra time nurturing and bonding with the girl baby. Hey guys, what you just heard was just a clip from today's episode about the pregnancy laws in the Old Testament. And I just absolutely love today's episode. I think it's super cool. So stay tuned as we begin. Hey, faithful listener, grab your cup of coffee and experience the Bible in a way you never have before. P40 Ministries is a podcast that goes through the Bible cover to cover. It's an awesome narrative that focuses your mind and prepares your heart for God to speak. So join your host, Jen, for a biblical podcast that's hilarious, informative, imaginative, and fun. The P40 Ministries podcast. Listen now as we go through the book of Leviticus. Hello and good morning, friends and faithful listeners. Thanks for tuning in to the P40 Ministries podcast this morning. This is the podcast that brings you the Bible consistently every single weekday to show you the relatability of the Bible in the modern day. And what is more modern than pregnancy leave? <laughs> I mean, women nowadays just fight for pregnancy leave, as they should, because pregnancy is a very arduous task. And, uh, you know, women should be allowed to have the right to stay home with their newborn baby. So women are always fighting for pregnancy leave. And guess what we are talking about today in scripture in Leviticus chapter 12? Pregnancy leave. (laughs) Now, just to let you guys know, this one's going to be a little bit more graphic. So if you have kids around you, you might want to turn this particular podcast episode off and listen to it later when you're alone, because uh, it's just going to get a little bit more into pregnancy and different things that go along with pregnancy. But, you know, I'm just really excited to talk about this chapter because this is so cool. It's so cool. And if anybody ever asks you, where is pregnancy leave in the Bible? You can just point them to Leviticus 12. Okay, so let's go ahead and talk about the entire chapter of Leviticus 12 because it's only eight verses long. It's pretty short, but it has a lot of great content. So grab your Bible, your cup of coffee, or your cup of tea, and let's go ahead and read this. As usual, I'll be reading out of the W.E.B. this morning. Yahweh spoke to Moses saying, speak to the children of Israel and say, if a woman conceives and bears a male child, then she shall be unclean for seven days. As in the days of her monthly period, shall she be unclean. In the eighth day, the flesh of his foreskin shall be circumcised. She shall continue in the blood of purification for 33 days. She shall not touch any holy thing nor come into the sanctuary until the days of her purifying are completed. But if she bears a female child, then she shall be unclean for two weeks as in her period, and she shall continue in the blood of purification for 66 days. When the days of her purification are completed for a son or for a daughter, she shall bring to the priest at the door of the tent of meeting a year old lamb for a burnt offering and a young pigeon or a turtle dove for a sin offering. He shall offer it before Yahweh and make atonement for her and she shall be cleansed from the fountain of her blood. 
This is the law for her who bears, whether a male or a female. If she cannot afford a lamb, then she shall take two turtle doves or two young pigeons, the one for a burnt offering and the other for a sin offering. The priest shall make atonement for her and she shall be clean. So I'm just going to point out right away that people don't like this chapter. (laughs) Because if you're looking at it uh, without really looking into it, and you just sort of glaze over it, it almost looks like it's looking down on women or that God is looking down on women. Specifically in verse five, where it says that if a woman bears a female child, then she shall be unclean for two weeks. And that would be twice the amount for a male child. So if you're really not looking into what is happening here in scripture, then yeah, this looks like God is looking down on women. But since God created women in his own image, and his own likeness. And he considers the woman to be equal to the man. And we know that because of the New Testament, where either Peter or Paul says that the woman is the equal partner of the man. And because the fact that uh, God always loved women and showed his love for women all throughout scripture. So we know that God does not look down on women. So we have to look at this as something else is going on here. So I want to mention that women in the Levitical law, and this was from God's own mouth, were considered unclean while they were on their periods. And this was apart from being pregnant. While they were on their periods, women were considered to be unclean. So I want to look at that specifically for a moment. And I will go more in depth on that when we get to that in a couple more chapters. But let's go back and think about the Garden of Eden. So God gave out three curses during the Garden of Eden. First, he gave out a curse to the serpent. Then he gave a curse to the woman. Then he gave a curse to the man. But I want to specifically look at the woman's curse. The woman's curse was the fact that she was going to have a lot of labor pains. And because periods are considered to be unclean in the Levitical law, This implies that periods went along with that uh, change in childbirth that women had to go through. This was part of their curse. So I believe one of the reasons why God told women that they were unclean during their periods in the Levitical law was because they were literally showing their own curse. And that curse was showing that that woman was fallen. The period was part of the curse. This was showing the fallen nature of the woman. The period was because that was a symbol of sin. The fact that that was not part of God's original plan for that woman. So now when we look at Leviticus 12 and we see that the woman is considered unclean or in other words, unholy during this uh, purification from her blood, then we know the reason now. We know that the blood was considered to be part of the curse. This came afterwards because of sin, and that was not God's original design for women. So if we look at verses one through four, it talks specifically about a woman bearing a male child or conceiving and having a boy. When she did this, she would be unclean, or in other words, unholy, because of her period for seven days, but then it would continue on for a period of 33 days. This woman will be considered unclean. And we'll look later on during the period laws and see that whatever a woman sat on during this time 
would also be considered unclean. And anybody that sat on anything she had sat on or slept in the same bed with her would also be considered unclean. So that means that guess what? The husband was a part of this. That means that that husband, if he was sleeping in the same bed with her, or if he was visiting her or sitting on something she was sitting on, that husband was also unclean with her. With the original design, which was one man and one woman living together, this would mean that the man was also unclean with his wife. So this man would be going through the same thing with his wife. He would also be considered unclean in a sense, and he would be spending time with his wife, taking care of her maybe, and also with their newborn child for 33 days. And this was only if this was a male child. So this was almost like a family bonding time that God was putting into place. How cool is that? If you really think about the design of this, God was putting a family bonding time in place where the male and the female would be together with the newborn baby. This would be a time for the mom to swaddle her baby, a time for her to uh, begin breastfeeding, a time for her to really bond with that baby. But it's double the time if she has a girl baby. And I love that. Do you know what God was doing there? He was putting double the time for a mom and a dad to bond with a girl baby. And I love this because girl babies were often looked down upon during this time period. Everybody wanted a male baby, but God was making sure that that mother and that father were spending extra time nurturing and bonding with the girl baby. He was giving the mom maybe extra time to heal, to bond, to enjoy that little girl baby. And I just, I absolutely love that. If a woman was looking at it with those eyes, you can imagine that she'd probably want to have more girl babies, <laughs> more time to rest and relax <laughs> after that, uh, after that horrible labor that she would have to go through. And now, of course, I am not a parent, so I can't speak on that. And I've never been pregnant, never been able to get pregnant. I can't speak on that, but I know that women nowadays just love that time that they get away from their jobs to just nurture their babies. I know they love that. And in a way, if the man was there too and was considered also to be unclean where he couldn't necessarily go into the temple, where he couldn't necessarily do this or that, he also would possibly get that time as well to bond with his newborn baby and with his wife during this time, taking care of her and also nurturing that baby. This is showing the importance of the family. And so, yeah, I just, I love that. Like this is just showing how gracious and good God really is when you look at it for what it is. But yet people get so sidetracked by the words unclean because they're like, oh, God's calling a woman unclean. Well, yes, because she was cursed. She was unclean. This was something she brought on herself during the fall. But yet, during all this, God is showing how gracious he is 
to give this woman time with her baby and to force, force those husbands to allow those wives to have time to nurture their babies and also to heal because that was also the other thing with it. The man could not have sex with his wife during all of this stuff. And that woman was able to heal. She didn't have to work as much during this time period. And she was able to stay home with the baby. But the most important thing about this is this is not supposed to be looked at as God disliking women or punishing the woman for having babies. Because God loves babies. Jesus loved the little children. And God's main focus, we've seen it a handful of times already, where God says, go out, be fruitful, and multiply. God enjoys when people have babies. In fact, there's somewhere in the Bible that actually calls them gifts from God. So children are gifts from God. He loves the fact that women are able to have babies. He designed women to have babies. This is just God showing his goodness towards women by giving them leave, by giving them time to rest and relax, nurture their babies, and possibly have the husband there as well to be a part of this entire family process. And I find this truly just so beautiful. But to conclude here in verse 7, it says that when the woman is done with the purification process, she is supposed to bring a year-old lamb as a burnt offering and a young pigeon or a turtle dove, but if she is poor, she can bring either two pigeons or two turtle doves instead of a lamb. And this was part of being purified from that curse that show that she was a sinner because that was a part of the curse for being fallen for their sins. So this woman was now becoming holy again so that she could go worship God. She could uh, do everything that she needed to do and become holy once again. And that curse that she was a part of would be gone. So I hope I shone some light on that today and that you um, find this passage of scripture just as awesome and as super cool as I did. But you know, friends, if you have any questions at all about anything, I do want you guys to to go to p40ministries.com slash contact and, you know, ask me questions if you have anything. Or, you know, if you have a prayer request, please feel free to shoot it my way and I will do my best to pray for you. Friends, tomorrow is the giveaway. Okay, so tune into tomorrow's episode to hear the details of the giveaway. This is going to be a special bonus episode that I'm putting out tomorrow on Saturday. This is for everybody that's been listening to the P4E Ministries podcast for a long time. I'm very appreciative of all you guys. I'm so thankful that you are continuing to help the podcast to grow. So tune in tomorrow to hear the details of this giveaway that I've been promising you guys for far too long, but have not done yet. So tomorrow is the giveaway. So tune in tomorrow and share that podcast episode and, you know, let people be a part of the giveaway that's going to be happening tomorrow. Friends and faithful listeners, happy listening and God bless.